Hey guys, welcome to Talking Strongman. I have a very special guest today, the one and only Devon Lorette, possibly the most famous arm wrestler on the planet, and you know, absolutely one of the best. It's a pleasure to have you on. I've been I've been saying to people getting into arm wrestling, so to have yourself on, it's um it's an honor. Uh, it's great to be here. Uh, I love the strongman world. You guys are like the biggest pieces of clay in the strength community. So uh, I always watch what you guys are doing and uh, I'm familiar with yourself. And uh, yeah, it's an honor for me to be able to talk to you too, Laz. Awesome. I'm looking forward to it. So, I mean, you've been, you've been lifting, I guess, so you've been arm wrestling for, for an exceptionally long time. It, it clearly, I think when people watch anything with you and they can clearly see how passionate you are for arm wrestling, it, it really yeah, comes I, across. You, you know, I've I've picked up tips just watching your videos. It's, it seems like it is your absolute passion. I do love it. I when I was like, I don't, so my parents had a great big library, and uh, I am a terrible reader. <laughs> like I mostly like to look at pictures, and there was only two books in the library that I ever looked at, and. Uh, Probably the first book that I really looked at was uh, Pumping Iron. And I was young. I was like four years old. And I knew right there that that's what I want. That's what I wanted. I wanted to be strong. So, yeah, from the time that I was four and I'm 45 now, uh, me being a strong person has been a huge part of my life and uh, arm wrestling has really been the pointy end of that focus for me yeah well yeah. So before you um, before you did arm wrestling did you did you ever just train in the gym was it was that what got oh yeah you? oh yeah, yeah i i've done lots of stuff so i mean i started arm wrestling from a young age with uh with my family it was actually my grandmother who uh started arm wrestling training with me i was really young uh, did it with my family and friends and whoever I could. I met a pro arm wrestler when I was like 18. And from then on, I was totally hooked on arm wrestling, but I've done martial arts. Uh, I, I weight lifted from the time as, as long as I can remember. Uh, I've done basically every single fitness system and thing you can imagine. Uh, I did, uh, I did high level basketball uh i even did endurance sports like uh i did a thing called the military iron man which is like the exact well not the exact opposite but uh in duration you know how you do all your yoke stuff yeah okay well military iron man <laughs> is like uh a very lightweight yoke over about 55 kilometers <laughs> <laughs> that's cool though I've, I've, yeah I've... but everything now for me is arm wrestling yeah i think uh, i think it's clear to see that you know you've you've obviously found what you're you're you were the best in the world at arm wrestling for a number of years i think that's fair to say maybe you know maybe right now not number one but there's some freaks of nature out there but you're still you've got to be what top five in the world still it's it's really hard to say i i think that i've managed to stay in the conversation uh, by that, I mean, like the way I see it is guys like LaVon, Dennis, uh, we've got some new guys coming up, like a guy called Vitaly Laletin. Yeah. Um, they've really taken the sport 
I really stepped further than when I was holding the world title. When I was holding the world title was like 2008, 2012. And um, we, we had, there were, there were always big guys um, not necessarily Levon big, <laughs> but I mean, we had big, big people, big, strong guys, but the difference is now you had these great, big, strong guys in there and they're also very technical. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, for, for anyone that's not seen Levon, this guy, I, I did a video the other day and this guy could, with a little bit of training, I think he could step into a strong, you know, give him a year's solid training. I think we could see someone transition into a different sport. And, and I've seen you talk about people's potential. And I like looking at people's potential from other sports to come to strongman. And, you know, I actually, Dennis, I, I competed against Dennis a long time ago in a strongman con contest, but there's, there's not loads of strongmen you know, the, uh, and armrest. I mean, there, there's been a few, I want to talk to you later about Magnus Samuelson. Um, do you know, um, the Titus Lalas? He, yes. He's a, a great arm wrestler as well as a, a great. Yeah. Stander. Yeah. Yeah. And, I feel and, like he started in arm wrestling. He did. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think, um, there was, there was a match with him and Eddie a few years uh, back and I don't think Eddie had a clue that Lalas was a, a former. Arm oh wrestler. yeah. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. I, yeah, it's tough. Once once somebody understands arm wrestling, um, if a person has no idea, uh, the the strength is probably not going to help them. If the other person's being really yeah, I I joined a club locally to me, and you know, I'm a former Europe's strongest man. I'm a, at my prime. I was a 435 kilo deadlifter, 400 plus kilo squatter. I've got a lot of you know static strength. I went to this club, and there's a, you know, an old guy, 60 years old. I couldn't do anything against this guy. He was about, you know, he's not even maybe two, 200 pounds, but the, the strength that he had in his wrist, the, and different type of strength, you know, I've got a good kind of crushing power for, for holding yeah. bars, but it is the kind of cupping movement, seeing the way they can flex their wrists, uh, the strength in the bicep tendons and the wrists. It, it was just very different. And then understanding the movement, and <laughs> you know, I'm there trying to use, all my strength, but not having a yeah. clue what I'm doing, draining yeah. my arm within about 30 seconds. Um, luckily, they were great. They weren't trying to show me up in the slightest. They were just, they've been so good at teaching me and trying to, you know, make sure I stay safe. And, you know, I'm, I'm seeing that improvement now. But that first time in there, I'm like, I, I was very thankful that they were like looking after me because if they wanted to, they could have just shown me up real easy. It's, it's really exciting. Uh, when you get new people coming in with potential, it's, it's always very interesting. You know, uh, you can kind of put, you can kind of guess where people can end up by things like how big their hands are, how wide their shoulders are, their general athleticism and all sorts of other factors. But it's, it's interesting. You know, I, I've spent a lot of time in the sport. I've seen a lot of people mature through their careers and, there are some things that you just can't track. Yeah. You know, there's some, like I've seen people come into the sport and I'm like, this person is terrible. <laughs> and, and they, you know, but they, there's, there's something in them that uh, makes them just never stop and be persistent. And yeah, you never know. You never know where somebody can end up. It's so true. I've seen that so many times in strongman. you know, you get these, these young freaks of nature, 
that you think they're going to be, you know, the best thing in a few years and they just dwindle off. They don't keep it going. You get that other person that just steadily keeps improving year on year. And then suddenly, I mean, Zadrunas Aviscus, I'm sure you've heard of Zadrunas. He was very much yes. like that. He yeah. wasn't winning all these major contests at the beginning of his career. And, you know, it actually took him a long time to, to win World's Strongest Man. But he went on to possibly be, you know, one of, if not the greatest strongman of all time. But it's that length of time. It, he, he wasn't like a, a Marius Pujanowski that just burst onto the scene and, and was winning everything. And it's, I'm sure you've had that in arm wrestling. You get guys that burst on and they're great to start with and then they have a very short career. And you get the guys that, I mean, you, you've had a very long career now. Yes. Yeah, I've been at it quite a while now. Um, yeah, Michael. and I don't think... Uh, yeah, exactly. Michael too. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of guys from the, uh, from the Western side of the world, from the North Americas. And I can't really speak to exactly what goes on in Russia and Ukraine and a lot of these places, but, uh, it's my belief that basically everybody in North America falls in love with arm wrestling for their own reasons. So if you get involved with arm wrestling, it's because you really love it. And it's probably not for the money. So, so uh, there's a good chance that you're going to stick with it. You're going to fall in love with it and you're going to stay in love with it for your whole life. And, and in, in North America, there's been a lot of guys who seem to do very well all the way, you know, through their forties, fifties, we eat. I don't know if you know who crazy George is. Yeah. I've seen crazy George. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, there's an example of a guy who he, he actually dwindled out just before he turned 70 uh, <laughs> in terms of like, but really that's, it's crazy to think that he was like 68. And I think that if you talk to most arm wrestling experts, they would have considered him the number one on the planet in his weight division at 68 out of everyone out of wow everyone and in the place where there's the most people he yeah. was in like the the 80 kilo 170 and there's billions of those guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's not like so, the super heavyweights that's you gotta be no. a freak to be a super heavyweight those lightweight yes. classes they're much more competitive in terms of way more competitive yeah the the super heavyweight is partially skilled but very much a gift so and it, uh yeah well, yeah you gotta be a freak to be a super heavyweight but you yeah. gotta be a freak to be someone like crazy george to be 68 70 years old and be the best in the world that's I mean, you know, we can we can talk about the king's move. I know that's uh, yeah, a, a, that is a hot topic in the yeah, sport. People love to talk about that. I'm personally one of those people that, whether it's strongman, powerlifting, football, you know, baseball, arm wrestling, you do what you got to do to win as an athlete. Yeah, you know, yeah, um, I see it very much the same way. I I also you know I understand the purists that like things done a certain way, but if it's within the rules and that you can do it then I have no issue with it. They, they, they need to change the rules if they don't like it. It's, yeah. Um, if it's there. The, the problem is this, this, the whole King's move thing is a very interesting discussion in our community. Uh, I'm trying to go the one direction. However, I do understand the perspective of the masses. The problem with the King's move is, um, is it's, yeah, it's it, the real thing is it's got to do with a, a shrinking of range of motion, which really empowers a certain group of athletes, but it, but the thing is, is 
while this is true, there's so many other factors which people are missing uh, that to me negate the whole argument. And, you know, at the pro level, I think that people have the right to break their arms. So the safety element is removed for me. So, (laughs) but anyways, getting back, I I feel like in the Eastern side of the world, I I don't know whether it's um, because I'm not sure you always hear that governments are helping out their athletes. And I, I can't tell you because you know, I'm, I'm not from Azerbaijan, <laughs> but you do see some of those guys come and go a little bit. Uh, you know, it seems like their careers are typically, there are exceptions, but typically shorter. And I think that it has to do with money. And it's funny how sometimes when people start getting paid for things and get support that, um, well, sometimes somehow that doesn't seem to work in the long run for some you, reason. You, you think they're they're getting paid by the government to compete as national, you know, sports stars? I guess represent I, the country. I, yeah, I think so. I think that um, I think that in in some places the guys are are being incentivized by their government. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I think in a lot of those countries, they, certain sports they do really invest into heavily. Like you know, in the in the Middle East and China and those kind of countries, they love weightlifting, they love wrestling, those kind of you know competitive sports. And I guess arm wrestling kind of falls into that quite nicely. It's, yeah, it's quite a it's just interesting environment. Yeah, it's interesting that in the past, maybe you know, as as the sport continues to mature, this this will no longer be the case. But it, it's interesting that it seems to have bred, uh, you know, older champions from the West and younger champions from the East. Mm. Yeah. I think we, I think we're seeing it in a lot of the strength sports now. The you know, the older guys tend to tend to just do this because they love it. It's yeah. been you know ingrained into them from such a young age. Whereas now, people are seeing. You know the the likes of you know say like a Larry Wheels or someone who's you know doing great with his YouTube and you know he's a big star now uh, and there are certain athletes that are making some big money so people are like straight away I just want to do it for that fame and recognition yeah. and yeah. Then, you know I think it's great that that money's coming into the sport so I really do but I'm still not convinced that's the reason we should be we you know doing them because they're let's be honest these these sports are tough you're gonna endure an awful lot of pain I mean. A strong man's tough, but, but arm wrestling is just a different type of, you just got, it's like you've got two fake permanently. <laughs> yeah. It's the way I think probably, uh, you know, with, with arm wrestling, you're getting, you know, your, your basically your elbows, shoulders, wrists kind of smashed constantly. Whereas in strongman, you got a nuclear bomb going <laughs> off in your whole body all the time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Arm wrestling. I mean, that's another good thing. I mean, no matter no matter how bad it is, I mean, we're always going to be able to walk. Uh, we're not going to get a concussion. It's it's neat. Like uh, when you really when you're really going hard with somebody and uh, it's at that high level, there's definitely lines that kind of <laughs> gets a little bit murky. You, you bit seem murky. to be really good at kind of you, you seem to enjoy that that atmosphere. You, you, you seem like you're quite I, comfortable. I, yeah, I think I think I just miss my old job. I don't know. I just, <laughs> yeah, I um, I do love to something about. I I like it when the adrenaline goes up. 
I, I like that. I think I seek it out in my life. Um, if I can find something that really gets me to that place where my heart is going. Yeah. I, I seek that. Well, I guess it's in your back. Is it, is it special forces you were kind of involved in? Yeah. Yeah. I did. I did 20 years retired now. <laughs> easy, so, easy days now. Is, is life boring now then? <laughs> it's so boring. It's so boring. <laughs> it's it's neat, you know. Uh I I you know you do miss a lot of that, but um I I think that no matter what you do in life, whether you're a special forest guy or you work in a flower shop or you're a carpenter, I think that uh you get to choose how far you go at life and um you know, when you're in the special forces, you know, the choice of not going hard is kind of limited, but, uh, you know, everybody who's in there would have been going hard no matter what they were doing. So, uh, it's, it's, it's nice to be retired now. Um, I think that a lot of the things that I learned, I, I'm going to try and use them, you know, to leave, leave behind something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I yeah. guess we've. I guess if things were normal, we, you know, obviously we've got the pandemic going on across the world. I think um, you're in a full lockdown right now. Is that right? Oh my God, I hate it. <laughs> yeah, it's I, exactly yeah. the same here, and it's. I think, you know, we're the type of people that want to be out doing things, and I, I appreciate. You know, there's there's a lot going on, but just being confined into these four walls, <laughs> you know, if I didn't have this as an outlet, it would be quite difficult for me mentally. I mean, if, if I'm totally honest, and I'm sure you're the same. You need to be burning that energy. I know you're. I mean, you, you seem like the kind of guy that would arm wrestle with anyone as well. You, you... Yeah. Uh, during, it was interesting this year because, so our sport was basically completely shut down. There were a few people who have been able to make some small things happen, but all the big leagues, the, the professional arm wrestling league, the world arm wrestling league, all the big things totally done. Like the conventions started with the Arnold classic in Ohio. That was our last chance. And everything from then has been off um, for most of the year. Actually, I really tried to just get out and work anyways. And it was fun. I, I went around, I toured around, I tried to arm wrestle with everybody I could. Um, but yeah, it's become increasingly difficult. Yeah. I feel now like we're, I'm, I'm kind of in jail and <laughs> I'm going to try and make it work for me. I'm going to try and just get super strong for a bit. I'm going to take a, going to take a, uh, a step back and I'm just going to, I'm going to do my sentence and I'm going to get super, super strong. That's my, that's my focus. So with no sort of table time, what kind of stuff are you doing training wise right now? I mimic uh, the sport as closely as I can. So um, arm wrestling strength. Uh, yeah, I get, I, I just, I copy everything. There's, there's a couple big ideas in arm wrestling. So your, your audience is mostly strong, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, arm wrestling is very small. Like, I mean, that's the thing, like uh, you, all your numbers that you guys lift are so awesome. <laughs> and as soon as you start talking arm wrestling strength, it's so unspectacular because I mean, we get really excited about <laughs> lifts like this, right? Like, 
or or this or this it's all very very specialized in the in the form and in the hand but it translates on the table right sure. um there there's kind of two big technical ideas that i'm always kind of playing with uh coming forward and 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 going backwards this is the base of all combat advance and retreat and how that applies on the table um rising this ability to rise up get the higher hand it's it's what i spend a lot of my time getting really good at just the ability to to make my hand really hard to hold on to and the flip side to that is i make it so i can really hold on to you okay yeah so so that's really the balance yeah and and i and i train for it every single day every day normally a couple or three times a day do you think um have you always trained that that frequency with that kind of frequency or is it adjusted as you've got older no i always have i know that you know if if i talk to almost anybody most people will kind of tell me that i do too much and i'm not going to argue too much about that uh i've always been the kind of guy who really has a hard time believing that you can't outwork somebody like i really have a hard time when i'm sitting there thinking that when i look six months in the future it's not better that i do more work now um so my training philosophy very much revolves around every day as soon as i have the energy to do it i'll put in the work and yeah and and i'm very very specialized now that's the thing that's really changed with me as i've aged is the degree to which i'm specialized um yeah i used to do a lot of sports used to work out my whole body more uh it's gotten to a point now this is really funny i don't know how, if you follow what i do but this is i i over the past year i've started to conduct such an interesting experiment um one that i don't think many people in the strength world have done it's specialization to a degree that's ridiculous uh i call it the way of the giant pumpkin okay <laughs> yeah and i only train my right arm that's it okay yeah i don't even train my left anymore and the way i see it is it's like a pumpkin right you ever have you grown pumpkins I'm not I haven't grown one myself but I've I've seen them grown yet. Right, so basically they pinch off all the pumpkins on the vine except for one. Okay. And that's how you grow a giant pumpkin. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you you so, you're trying to grow this giant ridiculous iron right arm now. Yeah. So are, are you yeah. not planning on doing anything left-handed or No, I I am. I'm basically just conducting an experiment okay. um which is having some very interesting results for me. Um you know training when you're at the level that uh you know guys like us are where we've basically committed our lives to it uh everything is an experiment right okay. there's there's i mean we all talk about stuff but it's it's very much an art sometimes and, do, you, do you find it's just convincing yourself if you could if you oh are yes convinced, it's that mental Absolutely. aspect isn't it this is right for me this is going to make me progress then you go into the match and you're just mentally feeling stronger it's the most important thing 
Yeah. It's the most important thing. Belief in your training system is the, and that's why it's always going to adapt. Because and I guess for someone like yourself, you, you say you kind of, you, you mentally like to outwork the opponent that gives you that confidence that when you, you, you step there in competition, you know, you've, you, you've got that mentality that no one's worked harder than you for this. And it, it does give you that confidence. And I've, I've seen it, you know, we, we all see there's certain athletes out there. They're just scientifically trained to within an inch of their life, but there's the athletes that just go on that feel. And they're the ones that really change. They change people's thought process on how to do things. I mean, Marius Pujanovsky was a great example of that in strongman. He was someone that trained 11 times a week. Now, most strongmen will train four times a week. <laughs> you know, we like to, we go and train hard, but then we like to be lazy and recover. And it, and it works, mm. especially, but I, I know from talking to a guy called Magnus Villamagnus, and he, he, he liked to go to competition believing that he had worked harder. And when it came to a, a competition with, say, eight events, he believed that that extra work that he put in in the gym, maybe he wasn't the statically strongest, but the combination of everything that he had to do, he was the best and he still had power towards the end of a, of a competition. Whereas maybe some of the guys, they're super strong and you probably, you can cross this over to arm wrestling as well. I'm sure that you've got guys that, and that ready go on, on game, you know, um, match one, they'll pin you to the floor quickly, but as they fatigue, that's when you sort of come into your own and, you know, the longer a match goes on for someone like yourself, I think it's a good thing. Yeah. There's a ton of factors. The, uh, the interesting thing about, uh, our sport compared to strongman is you talk about your events. You've got like eight events and some in arm wrestling. It depends on what you're entering. You know, you, you might be entering a tournament where you're going to face uh, an unknown number of opponents who are going to give you different feels with different abilities, or you might be training for a single person, right. In a one-on-one and the training that, some people, it's different, different athletes will even approach this differently. Some athletes do one thing. Uh, and then some athletes will look at their opponent and completely change their training based off their upcoming opponent, based off of their styles. I'm, I'm that guy. So I will train completely different for Michael Todd than I will for Jerry Catterall. Okay. Completely differently. Yeah. Um, yeah, you gotta believe it. You gotta you gotta believe in your training. So, yeah. as an athlete yourself, do you prefer the tournament style contest or do you prefer the the super matches? Uh, well, if you were to ask the field, um, what do I love? People will all tell you that I love the super match, and I have loved the super match. But what I what I've tried to do in my career is I've tried to go after what I thought was the best thing for a sport and what held the highest <laughs> pinnacle of our sport. And I would say, so my career probably started in the late nineties and probably for the big beginning of my career, there weren't a lot of high level super matches and, but probably by uh, even the first part of the millennia, by the time it was like 2005, all the really prestige in arm wrestling was in one-on-one events. There have been periods and, and singular events and small periods, and some tournaments are, are widely, you know, well-renowned. But um, I think that most people in the sport will say that really to become the world champion, you kind of have to beat the one world champion. And there's no 
better way to prove it than in a one-on-one scenario. So a lot of my career has been spent in one-on-one. And it is very different in its preparation. I was going to say it must be different because uh, I, I guess you, you, I mean, from watching you from the last few years, you seem to be good in longer matches. Whereas I, I've watched a few of the, the competition type arm wrestlers. They like to get things done as quickly as possible, particularly the earlier rounds. You want to win and get through each round as fresh as possible before you can, you get to like a, a harder match, I guess. It's- I think in my, like, I should say in our peer group, uh, I am not gifted with the fast twitch muscles that you really need to have that super explosive capability. I, I, I'm better than the average population. Like I think if you were to do a biopsy, I think that I maybe have, I, I, I don't know. I don't even want to guess, but I am certainly not uh, winning matches in my peer group. So other guys who are at the world level, I, I don't win because I smash them. That's I, I will typically win through uh, somehow technically stopping the match. And then, uh, you know, the, the attrition kicks in and I'm just slightly more efficient. And that does suit itself very well to one on one arm wrestling. It yeah. does. So I think that definitely my strengths are more suited to one on one arm wrestling. Um yeah. You seem to, I mean, uh, from watching, you know, various different you know, events you've been in, listening to people, uh, and I, I want to ask you yourself, I mean, you, you seem to be one of the, the technically most efficient arm wrestlers. You seem to be with someone that can do everything in arm wrestling, whereas you get like, you know, a Jerry Cadaret, he goes with his, he's got one move that he's going to the majority of the time. Same with with Michael Todd. When you know, I'm talking about competing against the, the elite level. Um, but you seem to be able to arm wrestle in many different ways. And you say you, you train specifically for different people. But I wondered if there was a time you were, quick off the mark and just try to, to, to beat people to the pad as quickly as possible. And if that was something that changed over time as you improved or as you got better? Well, okay. So first I'd say that uh, anytime that you're talking about a guy who's at a world level, they're going to be super technical. <clears throat> okay. So Jerry Cataret, Michael Todd. Yes. These guys, you do tend to see them in kind of their favorite positions, but just to clear it up before we go any further, these guys are both super technical. And so are the guys who seem to do only one thing. Uh, I, I am very much a blender. Okay. Uh, and I do try and understand all the stuff. I will tell you that yes, I am more technical than those guys, <laughs> but they're really, really good. They're really to, good. To be fair, uh, I think, was it, was it Michael against you? I think one, one round he surprised you and, and went for a quick yeah. pin. That's right. He did. Yeah. Um, but you sorry, totally I, didn't, I didn't mean me. to bring no, that up. I'm sorry. <laughs> See, now, now you got me all messed up. Got me all messed up. Um, Michael, Michael paid me to say that. <laughs> oh my God. That guy, I'm telling you he, right. So he beat me the last time, but I'm telling you, it is not over it is, <laughs> with, with him and me. It is not over. Um, I think, I think we all, we, is it one, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you, it's hard. He's to kind of never, keep... ever beaten me left hand. His left hand is just this useless appendage that he has. <laughs> uh, he beat me last time on the right. And 
I, I beat him the time before that, but it's it's been a while. Uh, it's, it's it's one each then. We need we need to decide it then. Yeah, I don't know for sure. I I hope that we have many more. I hope that we get to arm wrestle a lot more. But but I'm sorry. What? So you asked about? Um, I, I asked if um, early on in your career, if you you oh, kind right. of okay. tended to yeah. to be quicker and try and and be fast. Yeah. Here's the thing. Like if I'm in a tournament. And if I if I have the ability to pin you quickly, I absolutely will. Yeah. I, I will 100% pin you quickly. The, um, the, the reason know, I ask, and sorry to interrupt you, but the reason I ask is when I watch you going around arm wrestling with different people, and, and rightly so, you know, these you know, it'd be like me doing a strongman event with someone. There's no point in me trying to just blast them out of the water. But right. I wondered if as you got better, you had to focus more on defense than offense because you know you, you train as you get better you, you know I, I train with some guys and and it's getting better but I, i'm attacking at the moment they're just being defensive yeah. with me yeah uh, i'm sure it, it changes as you you kind of go up that level if you try and finish the match too quickly uh what what'll happen is you'll overextend yourself and you'll, you'll end up losing you have to be very careful in guarding your very essential essential pieces uh there's there's things that we try and do as arm wrestlers technically to ensure our path to victory if you rush it uh yeah you can get yourself in big trouble i i don't mind being on this side of the table so long as i have the pieces that i need to win uh basically any match that i go in now i i never ever plan if i'm pinning you quickly this is ridiculous like I shouldn't be, this match should not be happening. Uh, I have to count on uh, it killing me. Like I have to count on me going to the absolute failure point at, you know, probably the, the, the problem is you, you can never be too strong. Of course. <laughs> right. And so you don't ever want, people talk about endurance and arm wrestling and they're like, Devin, how do you train for endurance? And I'm never training for endurance. I'm always training for strength. I, I am 100% focused on strength and power. Uh, endurance in arm wrestling comes from efficiency and, uh, you know, efficiency through pro proper technique. But if you would <laughs> never tell somebody who was training to be an arm wrestler, you would never tell them uh, to go out and run a marathon. Sure. That, that would be completely counterproductive. Yeah. It needs to be uh, specific for what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. But the problem is, is sometimes when you're really close, you get into these matches that are 20, 40, 80 seconds, you know, and, yeah. and then you have better have done it properly. Yeah. Because if, if you, you, if you planned on that 10 second race, when it was actually a 15 second race, <laughs> Yeah, no. no, that's that's so true. I mean, talking of strength, there. I think um, while I've got you on, and obviously it's a, it's a hot topic right now, is um, Levan Sagnashvili out in mm. Dubai. We've all seen the videos with um, yeah. Larry Wheels. I mean, Larry, awesomely strong guy. It's good to see that he's got into arm wrestling. I'm sure that's helping the popularity grow. Uh, his involvement in strongman definitely helping all of us kind of you know get new fans, get new people in, interested in the sports. But Levin is someone I've been watching for the last couple of years. I watched him in the, the top eight and, you know, he just seems like the evolution of arm wrestling. Hmm. Now, 
Yeah. I, I don't know how you feel because when I, when I was competing, you know, as an athlete, I hated hearing anything good about any other athlete. I, yeah, yeah. I was so I'm focused on, yeah. on what I was doing as a competitor, but now back to being more of a fan. I love seeing the new guys coming through and I, I love just arm resting for me is like, I'm a novice again and I love it. It's that excitement. So, but seeing him, he just seems like an athlete that could be good at whatever he did. And I, I, I said, I reckon he could transition to strongman. He's obviously not going to do that. He's focused heavily on being the best arm wrestler in the world. But do you do you feel he's that much stronger than everyone else? I mean, you see the numbers that he does is, is insane, but I'm sure there's so many elements with arm wrestling. Um, and obviously we'd all love to see, I mean, I'd love to see you against him, Michael Todd against him. And obviously you've got the issue with the different federations um, right now causing, you know, not allowing this match to happen. Yeah, Levon is very special. Uh, he's definitely in a very, very small group of people. Um, you know, he's like 6'3", about 180 kilos, so like a 400-pound guy, and, and he's lean at that weight. Uh, when you, when you, so obviously, I watch Levon extremely closely. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of him. I, I do believe that he is the number one guy in the world. However, we are in a period right now where there's been a bunch of fallout between the leagues and there has to be a match between East and West, which is Michael versus him. But back to Levon, um, he like when you talk about how strong is he, is he ahead of everybody? The lifts that he does specifically for arm wrestling are frightening. Like they're frightening how far ahead they are of the field. Like there's um there's a few lifts. Like so, I'm sure you've seen this one. You know where people wrap like a martial arts belt around here, yeah. and they and and this represents like basically a move in arm wrestling, the top roll, right? So in in the top roll, you basically pull up and you pull into somebody's fingers and and the wrists bend back. Uh, so I've seen him do this lift with a hundred kilos and <laughs> it's crazy. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's crazy. Like, um, how, like how many people I've never seen somebody do that. I've never, ever seen anybody do that lift even close to that amount of weight. Um, just for you comparison, know, what would someone like yourself do on that? Oh my God. I maybe, uh, I'd have to check my records, but maybe 165, 170. Okay, so he's got another 50 pounds, yeah. you know, on me. And, and we're talking and, elite level arm wrestler here. We're not talking yeah. you know, club guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so he's, he's way ahead, way ahead. And, uh, and all his lifts, all his lifts are good. And it's, it's interesting. It's an interesting discussion when you get guys like this. A lot of people in the sport will say, oh, he's just strong. He's just, and I hate, whenever I hear guys say that, I I, I'm like, well, that's, that, that, that's no. a ridiculous thing to say because I'm strong. You know, Eddie Hall's strong. Larry right. Wheels is strong. It's, right. it's completely different. Completely. It is. It is. And, and it's like, but even in the world of arm wrestling where we get so like, you know, like as a power lifter, bench squat dead. I mean, arm wrestling, we have our lifts too. Like we care very much how we, how much we cup, how much we roll, how much we rise, how much we supinate these lifts. All of us are doing it. All of us are tracking it. Sometimes we share a little bit. Everybody's got a kind of a, a rough idea of where, where we are. And I and should imagine between most of the elite level guys, there's not a huge amount of difference in terms of weight. 
Well, and that's what I would say. It, it, I think the sport has changed. That's what I think. Uh, so I did a lift a long time ago. I did this thing called a hook cheat. Okay. It's, it's basically you lock your bicep at 90 degrees on a preacher. You fall it down and you come back up. And that record stood for quite some time. It just recently got beat by a Georgian guy, a guy called Gennady Kvikvinia, yeah. who's, who's on that short list of people who can, who can maybe beat Levon, maybe. But I think that when you look at the top end of the sport in terms of what we are doing in our lifts, it's gone up by like that when you when you talk about the top guys i'll say it's gone up from the time that i was a world champion like if you took the top five then and the top five now i'd say 20 to 30 percent wow i it, i think it's really significant I, really I, significant i think you're right I, I see it in strongman as well you know the standard i mean i surpassed every world record that existed when i started strongman but i'm not you know, the best guy in the world and the standard every year just keeps improving, you know, rapidly fast. I mean, you know, the, the, the deadlifts that half Thor and Eddie Hall did were just, they, they took it to just another level. And you see like, you know, there's a guy called Kiliuskovsky. There's some of the, some of the stuff this guy can do is just mind bogglingly good. He, he has one small weakness, but um, you know, and when I say weakness, I'm talking about against the absolute elite level. It's still, world-class or what he can do and just this i i guess that's i think i think social media has helped so much with that because there's so much more information and, and people giving out information you've got your little tricks and now everyone can see what you're doing and it passes on and you know the guys from the eastern block will watch we can pick up things that they're doing and, and the sports will both you know strongman powerlifting arm wrestling all these sports for the next few years are just going to get hopefully more popular stronger freakier athletes if we do get the money into the sport and attract the real freaks of nature who knows what's capable <laughs> awesome right it will awesome. be i want to so, i want to sit back and watch it <laughs> september september uh yes. yeah in vegas uh, <laughs> is it in vegas i i thought is it september i i thought september was uh eddie hall's uh uh arnold in in uk that is, yeah, that is um, happening. Well, that's um, at the moment. Who knows? I, I hope it's happening. It's yeah, it's, it's such a, a difficult yeah. year. But, but they're scheduled to to have their their boxing match in in Vegas. Oh in yeah! So that's oh gonna be my an god! Exciting one. Wow, who's gonna win? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's. A, yeah, I I'm gonna have fun watching it. Who who do you think yeah, will win out of those two? I mean, you've arm wrestled. Thought, um, have you arm wrestled both of them? Haven't you? Actually, Eddie and I never arm wrestled. We kind of held hands and stuff, but no, but I, I do know them both. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to try and get to Vegas and watch. I'll, I'll be to, there. Yeah. We'll, we'll, oh, we'll be gotta there be well. there. Gotta be there. Yeah. <laughs> Just, what, a, what a party that's going to be. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we're talking about modern guys now. I want to, I want to get your take on who are the best arm wrestlers that not, maybe not of all time, but that you have competed against who, who's the hard, I mean, I've, I've seen you have some amazing matches with different athletes and, you know, you seem to John Brazank, you, when you went up against John and you, you almost destroyed him. That was probably the passing, you know, of the torch, but yeah, who, who, who well, are you your can't... top three or four or five guys that, that you've arm wrestled? I, I think that you cannot talk about arm wrestling without talking about John Brazank. Um, John Brzezink 
was <laughs> right at the top for basically 30 years. If he wasn't the best in the world, he was basically the best in his weight category. Every once in a while, there was a guy who'd come up who was that next level of strength that John didn't really want to touch too much. And he'd just be like, okay, well, I'm still the best uh, at my, at my weight, yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, he was basically, he's the gold standard to which all arm wrestling is kind of measured by. Um, yeah. And, and he really was the guy that my generation kind of watched and learned from. Uh, and, and what John taught everybody is that if you want to be good at arm wrestling, you have to arm wrestle, which seems like such an obvious thing. Right. But at the time, a lot of strong guys would just think that they could arm wrestle. And obviously it's like anything you need to train specifically for it. And yeah. So, uh, yeah, John was kind of recognized as the best guy before myself. I, I really like to talk about Dennis because what he represents is how far you can take it. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, to me, it was, it just blew my mind. How strong he was like is, is he the strongest man you've ever been against then would you say for, I, for, I, for arm wrestling I, yes yes i think so um now with me throughout my career typically if, if someone was to beat me they would beat me quickly or uh you know if i was ever allowed to get all my positions set a lot of the hard part in arm wrestling is at the beginning, you know, you start with your, your wrists straight, your shoulders square, and nobody's really at their strongest at that point. Um, and everybody's trying to fight to make the other person uncomfortable and for you to get comfortable. And I've always found that if I actually am able to get to my comfortable position, that typically I, I feel good. Um, but Dennis allowed me at some point during the match <laughs> to get comfortable. And he's still just. <laughs> do, you think yeah, we'll, I remember, do you think we'll be able to see him come back? Obviously. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's tough. I think um, the thing that I say about Dennis is, you know, he's gotten to a place that few human beings will ever see mm. ever. And People say, oh, Dennis is done. Dennis. I, I really think that this weaker form of Dennis <laughs> is still stronger than almost everybody still. So to say that Dennis is um, done, I think, is just a crazy idea. I, I think, um, you know, he's kind of he's kind of done it like what he has done will be very hard to replicate. Um is he capable of doing it again? I don't know. I don't, it, it very much comes down to his own motivation. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's difficult. I guess when you've you've been there and done it all, it is hard, especially if then you're coming back from, from such illness. But he, he was a genuine freak of nature. Oh, my God. I remember, like, the first time I met him and we're gripping up, and this is just an exhibition, like, beforehand when they're doing the pre-fight photos, and I'm looking at his arm i'm looking at his bicep and and i'm like that's that is a glute 
<laughs> it's, it's not a bicep. It's a freaking glute. And is and is like it's like he had the equivalent musculature in his arm to what a lot of athletes will have in their hips. Yeah. <laughs> like just ridiculous, ridiculous. Um yeah, so that was really cool. Uh there's a lot of great guys in the sport. Um I've been lucky I've gotten to meet a lot of them. I, I do look, I do like to look to the future. I do like to look, uh, to what's coming. Uh, I, I think a guy to keep your eye on, like every, people are talking about Levon. I do think that at some point this guy, Vitaly Laletin might be the next champion. It, it's hard. I've it's seen hard a lot see. of people talking about him. I've seen, I've obviously seen him, you know, yeah athlete is there is there any americans or canadians that you think are, are worth looking out for well putting you on the spot th- a bit really but <laughs> yeah no 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 um i think in canada i think that there's kind of three of us in the super heavyweight who are relevant on the world level there's matt mask ryan Espy, and myself um in usa there's I would say that the top three are currently Michael Todd, uh, Dave Chafee, and Jerry Cataret. Uh, I think that those will be your top picks for 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 USA. Uh, there's a lot of people coming up, but arm wrestling typically it takes time. So so you normally get to track a person, and I don't see somebody today who I'm worried about taking the super heavyweight crowns from any, any of those names in North America. Okay. Yeah. So hopefully we're going to get some WAL events happening. Oh man. I, I oh. really, I, I, I got to say that those events are probably what really drew me to arm wrestling. I yeah. think, um, I think they do a great job. They've almost brought the, the WWE style kind of to it, but it, it makes it entertaining. And I think, um, uh, yeah, I was looking forward to it. Was supposed to be a rematch, wasn't there, between you and Michael Todd? It'll happen. It's, it's definitely going to happen. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely going to happen. The only way it's not going to happen is if he runs away. That's it. That's so. That's the that, only way. Is that what you're training for right now? Yes. <laughs> well, okay. whether it's Michael or look, at, I'm still, um, stupidly. <laughs> going really going for it i'm really going for it still no matter what anybody will tell you i'm still secretly like uh who's that guy uh who's that guy in uh hobbit in the lord of the rings that little guy who oh call him (laughs) (laughs) michael (laughs) you know i'm I'm chasing around that hammer i'm just like i've touched it I've yeah. had it before and I, and I don't want to let it go. So, um, yeah, I, I love the sport and I'm always going to be involved. Uh, but I am still currently chasing that mountaintop. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you, you seem so passionate about it still. It's, it's great to see. Um, one other thing I wanted to get you to talk about while, while you're on, Occasionally in strongman competitions, we have had arm wrestling come up. Now, firstly, I mean, we're going to talk about a pretty famous arm wrestling match, but what do you think when you see, say, arm wrestling come up in, in a strongman contest? Now, 90% of these guys have never arm wrestled before. Yeah. But they're, they're big, strong guys. Is it dangerous yeah. to do? Yeah, it is dangerous. It is. Um, here's the thing. Like, 
I, I love seeing arm wrestling, but I have tremendous respect for, for everybody. And I hate to see people get in, get into things that are dangerous when they're a little bit uneducated. Like when, uh, when Lawless and Eddie were pulling, I was like, I was like, no, no. like, don't let it happen. Don't let it happen. Uh, and you know, sometimes we do these crossovers between arm wrestlers and, uh, strength athletes from other domains. And I'm always, um, very cautious about it because I think that if you're untrained, if you have no idea what you're doing and it make, and, and believe it or not, it actually makes it worse if you are a strong guy. So, uh, like if you are, and especially if you're a strong guy who's specialized, uh, so if you tick these boxes, strong guy, specialized, not in arm wrestling and in a competition, oh, terrible. Yeah. Like, like I am telling you, like it, it, it not, it, it's not that it might happen. It's that it's gonna happen. Yeah. It's, it is gonna happen. Before we started this, I sent you the video of um, a guy called Nathan Jones, Mega Man, he was called against Magnus Samuelson from the 1995 World's Strongest Man. They, they went head to head. Mega Man was a giant of a man, six foot 10, massive arms, you know, so much power. But Magnus Samuelson was a former European arm wrestling champion. He, yeah. he knew exactly what he was doing. And, you know, now learning about arm wrestling, I can see where he's going wrong, but I'll, I'll let you talk through it and kind of explain yeah. why these things happen when you get a strong guy that just doesn't know what he's doing up against yeah. an actual arm wrestler. Yeah. Well, so I remember that competition and I think that the only other guy really that was, that was visibly a trained arm wrestler, uh, was, was Magnus. Yeah. Um, and you could see that, uh, when Mega Man was going up against the rest of the field, he was just killing them because, yeah, like <laughs> if two guys have, uh, you know, yes, and he was ridiculously strong. And could he have been a world champion in arm wrestling as well? For sure. For sure he could have. Um, there's when you think about arm wrestling at the end, like there's all sorts of things you can do right. Okay. And a kind of funny thing we say in arm wrestling is test your frame because at kind of the end of every thing that you're doing, right. There's that little bit of extra wrong that you can throw in the match that involves your skeleton. Okay. So basically um, this basically like you're throwing a ball, like you're throwing this, this uh, internal stabilization that's what a lot of people think arm wrestling is. Yeah. Okay. But, but that is actually the very last part of arm wrestling. There's like 10 things you do before you do that. And if you're at a point where that's, what's winning you the match, it's you're in a special place. But, <laughs> but the thing is, is, is when you start off a match and you've got an arm wrestler who takes all those nine things from you and you're left with only this, uh, what it does is, you know, in, in martial arts, how you have that key lock move, I think it's called like an Uma Plata or, you know, like where you, you take the arm and you pull down oh, the side yeah. of the boat. Right. Well, arm wrestling is kind of like, can be a self-imposed one of these. So it can do all sorts of damage through there. It's, but 
I'd say 90, 99% of our skeletal injuries are a spiral fracture of the humerus right above the elbow joint. Sometimes guys blow their pecs, blow their biceps. Uh, sometimes a guy will lose an insertion, um, you know, different places, but most of those terrible injuries, that's a spiral fracture of the humerus and it's nasty. Uh, it is super nasty. And that's why anytime you get a guy who's interested in arm wrestling, practicing arm wrestling, going into a club, that's so great. You, it will make you stronger. It'll make you more healthy, especially if you're with a good group of guys. But as soon as you say arm wrestling competition, sure. Yeah. That's yeah. Like, I, I'm. I, I mean, I've hardly been able to go, obviously, with the situation. But when I was, I loved it. Just the training side of it, the you know, learning new things, learning techniques. But one thing that was very apparent for myself, and I've seen it now, watching a lot of the the strongmen, none of us can tuck our elbows in. Right. <laughs> We're all arm wrestling from out here. Yeah. And yeah, look at that. Like, there's me <laughs> getting punched in the face if I was boxing. Right. You yeah. can you know, rotate your elbows yeah. right in tight. And I've seen it with Larry wheels. I've seen it with Eddie or you know, half Thor. Yeah. Any of those big guys, we do not have that mobility and that we're not, you know, we're not trained like you guys are for years and years in these movements. Yeah. Yeah. And, just, I, that, and that's, that's the thing I always find with the strongmen. but you know, it's changed. It's changed. My perception of strongmen and arm wrestling has changed a lot over the last uh, 20 years. Um, but yes, that has been a consistent um, I'd say that's a negative. Most of the time, the, the good thing is you got a whole lot of extra muscle sure, and, and that's great. And once you learn how to use that, that's, that's a great thing. I, I sort of uh, learned how to use my lat, but then against someone good, if you're lat, you, I might have the lat strength, but the wrist will go. <laughs> and it's, right. it's, yeah. it's interesting. Any way you cut it, the ability to get close to your arm is, is, is of high importance in the sport of arm wrestling because it gives you that longer negative cycle to work with yeah. you know as opposed to if you're open already it's destroyed but you got more strength so you know but but i i found so i've been working you know with with strong people for a long time and i remember at the beginning when i used to meet strong men i don't know like i feel like now maybe i'm just running in different circles but now when i meet strong men i'm always impressed like i don't know if your lifts changed or something about the way you train changed but now i i feel like there's something that happened to your hands like about 10 <laughs> years ago i don't know what it is i don't know if there's like a different event you guys are doing or something but like i remember like around the turn of the millennia i'd meet strong men and yep they had this problem okay and that's still an issue but their wrists were much more susceptible and now when I meet strong men, their hands are, I don't think I've met a strong man in the last five or 10 years where when I shake their hand, I'm like, Oh my God, like uh, grip, grip strength obviously is very, very important. I mean, you know, but it, we, we, we have like you do, we have specific grip strength. So like, yeah. like is it holding onto bars, thick right. bars, crushing things. Or crushing. What, what, I, what I struggle with is, is cupping my mobility. Right. You can see even there, that's as far as I can go. Whereas you look at Devon's wrist, it cocks down further than mine can. It's like a mobility issue. But I think with training, oh, I mean, it has been getting stronger. You know, it does. You start training specifically for, for different things and, and you do improve. And that's one thing I like. I, I think as well, I think with 
social media we all we all appreciate other each other's sports a little bit more and I, I, I think gone are the days of oh he's a bodybuilder he's a power left he's a strong man we all appreciate there's a lot of hard work to be good and it's you know you do train specifically for what you do you know you could you could have been a great athlete in something else you just happen to dedicate your time your specialization into to arm wrestling i dedicated it into a strongman but i was a good athlete in in many sports before i ever decided this is what i was going to give 100% to and i think sometimes just as athletes we don't get enough credit people are like oh, he's a big slow strongman he can't be good at that that's bullshit. We can train specifically for what we do, change our body shapes. If you're a naturally good athlete, you can adapt pretty well. Yeah. I think uh, it's so funny when you see the strongmen uh, go over and do some of the CrossFit things and like in their, fir <laughs> in their first time trying it, they beat the record. It's like the very first time you do it, it's like you, you they've all got the record. Like, <laughs> well, like you guys are doing CrossFit on like an astronomical level. But there's certain events as well that we're terrible at as well. So it's, it's getting that combination. Yeah, the run. The run. Yeah, sod that. Yeah. 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 Oh, Devin. I, what what's I mean, you said you want to go against Michael Todd one more one more time and get that hammer. Is that the ultimate goal or or have you got bigger uh, well, aspirations even than that's that? That's the next thing. Um I mean, a lot of my mind now goes towards uh I, I will feel better if I can help a lot of people in, in the growth of the sport. So I, I've started to do things where I'm, I'm looking at the sport from promotional and organizational aspects as well. Uh, for me, uh, you know, obviously on the competitive side, Michael is a loss that I need to avenge here in North America, but I've never been a Levon or a Dennis who's been way ahead of the pack. Like I I've always been, even though I, I, I even would have called myself a world champion. I've never been that far uh, removed from, from all the guys around me. So I, I just want to have fun with it. I want to continue to be competitive and uh, so long as I have fun, I'll be doing it. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I really hope we get to see you back on the WAL table. I, I really genuinely, you know, enjoyed the shows. I, I watch them all on YouTube and, you know, uh, I'd love to eventually be able to, to get over and, and watch and, and maybe come train with someone like yourself one day. Yeah, that'd be great. I'll, I'll be coming to the UK. I will come over uh, and I'll just probably, we'll see, maybe I'll have a match. Maybe I'll do a tour. But yeah, I'll meet you then if it's if it's not uh, at the fight before. Yeah, welcome anytime. Just let me know if you're over here. It'd be awesome to have you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Just for those that, that don't follow Devin, where can people find your Instagram, YouTube channel? Yeah, I've got a YouTube. Uh, I've got an Instagram. Yeah, jump on there. We I'm always full. Put the links in down below. Guys, I hope you've enjoyed this chat with Devin. I truly have. I'm, I'm sure you can tell. I'm you know, a real arm wrestling fan. It's it, it's really brought the, the, the newbie out of me again, the excitement of when things are fresh. Because as a strong man, I've been doing it for years. It's just what I do. But the arm wrestling side of things, I, I love it. And it's, it's exciting. So thank you for coming on. Really appreciate it. Guys, Devin Lorette. While you're here, guys, subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell so you don't miss any of my awesome strength content.